Hey, I'm Alex. Hey, I'm Colin. And we are the Fun Sons. In the Slam Dungeon. Hey, what's going on, guys? Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon here. Of course, back at it again. Including this episode, we have three episodes left in this season. What a season it's been. It's been fucking amazing. But this episode, we have humanity on the show. Talk a lot about, you know, video games, you know. We usually don't talk about that on the show, but, you know. Um, yeah, let's get right down to it. But first, a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of using the same artificial bullshit from the supermarket on your skin and hair? Do you want something more natural and more brutal? Try Doom and Groom. They offer many different products ranging from tattoo care, beard care, and skin care. Their products come in a variety of scents including ritual, sacrifice, demise, possession, and more. And all of the ingredients used are all natural with nothing artificial used. Find out how Doom and Groom can make your tattoos and beard stand out and make you smell great when you go to doomandgroom.net and use our special promo code SLAMDUNGEON at checkout to get 10% off your order. Doom and Groom. Summon the motherfucking Doom. Fun Sons in the Slam Dungeon. What's cracking? Oh, you just flicked my titty. You liked it, didn't you, though? A little bit. It's a nice titty. <laughs> and who do we have here, Colin? We got humanity. What's going What's on, up? guys? What's, What's up? up? So, who do we have here? Introduce so, yourselves. I'm David. I'm the keyboard vocalist. I'm Jose, the, the guitar player, dude. <laughs> I'm Wingo, the drummer vocalist. Angela, cellist. Mike, bassist. Alex, uh, host. <laughs> and I'm Colin. The fucker. Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you guys start out? <coughs> Man, we started out bouncing files through emails. Because we, we, uh, it was me, Wingo, and Angela. We lived in different parts of the mountains. And, uh, we still wanted to collaborate music. So we were just sending files between each other. And then once you guys moved to Evergreen, we got... Hoser and Mike on board. Right. Yeah, you're living in Grand Junction. We were in <coughs> Fraser, Colorado. And we had been working together in Greeley for a while, writing music, and um, had to move apart, but wanted to keep it going. And um, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of history between a lot of us, other than this band, for sure. Right. Yeah. And Hoser were in a band for a while, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, Wingo and Hoser were in a band. Um, Before, we were like 13, yeah. 14 guys. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We lads. Most of us are pretty intertwined, actually. Kind of found Mike. Yeah, Mike fell out of the sky. It was the missing piece in the puzzle, yeah. We needed a basis, and that was We needed to complete everything. Yeah, we needed a mail We needed a mail order basis, and we got Mike. And the heavens were like, here's a Florida man. Yeah, Florida man plays bass. Comes to Colorado, plays bass. You know, there was actually one time me and Colin were on our way to interview Nephrectomy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those guys, but like, we were talking about how, like, if, like, what if, like, there was a guy, his name was Florida Man, he was just, like, a superhero who'd, like, get all huffed up on meth and fight alligators. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd imagine he'd summon the alligators, like, go, my Yeah, buddy. like, we were, we were even talking, like, you know, he'd buy alligators and then, like, dress them up and shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, they come, out of the, yeah. they come out of the toilets and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's He's like, my arch <laughs> Dr. Gatorpuss. Gatorpuss. I hate that fucker. So you guys just dropped an EP. Yeah, The Risen Damp. Let's talk about that. Sure, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a long time coming, man. It feels good to finally have something out. We've been playing shows for a couple years now, but haven't released anything. <coughs> so it's just good to finally fucking get it out there, man. It's five songs. A lot of those songs we have been writing over the years and once we actually got this group together we kind of um reworked them to, for this group and um i think part of the concept behind there is and damn was sort of leaving behind what we've been kind of putting together for so long and finally moving forward now as a group mm. um as kind of a newer entity um with like hoser and mike in the in the picture and everything too 
Um, and a lot of the, actually, the next album is going to be um, more newer music that we actually wrote together as an entire group. Okay. Um, yeah. So The Risen Damned is kind of us rising from the ashes in a sense, you know, we've kind of just been through a lot over the years and trying to get this music out. And Finally putting those songs to rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's been kind of like a, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of therapeutic almost oh, sure. to release it. Yeah. Cathartic. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's finally out and like, you know, you can kind of start moving forward absolutely know, yeah. absolutely yeah you hear these fucking five songs a thousand fucking times trying to mix all this shit and you just kind of get like okay like okay let's move on to the next fucking thing holy fucking shit <laughs> yeah now we can focus on the next thing you know. mm-hmm. yeah. writing new music yeah, right, right. yeah that's been fun yeah yeah finally getting back to that mm-hmm making videos and shit that's been fun too just Absolutely. yeah i know you guys have been like kind of dorking out <coughs> videos and shit too yeah yeah like i've been going to playing... school for videography and so it feels good to finally like be able to do that oh yeah yeah it's a missing piece of what we wanted to do this whole time mm-hmm. we've always kept like a notebook of random video ideas that we've just wanted to always do like we uh, just have like just random ideas and we're like this would be an awesome video and like you know wingo came up with a lot of ideas for the recent videos were just wanting to implement that end section of the feast, which is the opening track on The Risen Dam. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's just like a really brutal, heavy, crazy, like, loud part. And then, like, the idea is just to be, like, as in your face as possible and um, just, like, trying to incorporate in the video, like, ways that it's basically trolling our lives at this point. Like, <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> we wanted to escalate to the point where it feels like we can't escape it. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We will never escape it. <laughs> no one escapes it. Yep. Beast. Jose's been the dummy for that. Uh, <laughs> that that's been great. That's been I walked great. in I one day and I, I volunteered for what? <laughs> Let's do it. What are you doing to me? <laughs> okay. You're going to explode. Volunteer one time and now you're always getting blown up. <laughs> yeah, now no, we got to keep it up. <laughs> Definitely a lot of our influences and friends in the metal scene have always been fire with those like fun videos and promotions. Yeah, with like fans like yeah. Angel yeah. Isolation. Yeah. Yeah, they've been um, doing pretty good. We're at that. definitely been like, you know, we don't want to copy anybody, but we've been taking like notes and like inspiration and like, you yeah. know, like absolutely. Maybe we can try like something this new too. Like, yeah, like how are we gonna do it? Yeah. 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 Or even just to keep things a thing. Like if something is cool, why not, you know, also do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can make it bigger, like perpetuate. Yeah. Right. And uh, what was the writing recording process like for the new EP? And um, also, I'm curious, how did you record the uh, the uh, the cello? Well, um, the cello is electric, so um, you know, typically, like you know, if you're trying to record acoustic cello, it's really difficult because you have to either get a nice pickup or a mic to really capture that sound that full sound but with electric it's you know synthesized really easily and i just run it through like directly through my multi-fx pedal and i think we just plug it into like your audio interface yeah i put you into a di also i put you through right. a di <laughs> yeah. signal stronger and we can add you know effects that give it more reverb and delay mm-hmm. and um in you know other places some distortion and stuff too so okay um yeah it makes it a lot easier when it, when you go electric for sure and mm-hmm. that's you know I, I typically perform on electric cello i don't usually um use acoustic much for the metal <laughs> anymore so yeah electric helps a lot in that but um, uh, what about for the rest of the instruments or the rest of the the rest of the album mm-hmm. well think uh wingo wingo here he's the real mastermind behind recording all of this pretty much yeah like all of us have our own input on like trying to figure it out because we were all figuring out how to get that put out together but yeah it's mainly wingo who does the recording did you record it here mm-hmm. we did yeah yep, well we actually we recorded in it in evergreen that was no, that's say. right we recorded yeah, no. it in evergreen yeah where our original five piece originally fell into place mm-hmm. was right. in evergreen mm-hmm. yeah a lot of our, our live videos that are on YouTube, um, we did those at the Evergreen House. Yeah, really. Late. We basically always have like a band house where like this is Wing and I's house here that we practice in. 
we were living in Evergreen, so we just all like, you know, grouped up there. But we had a recording um, studio set up there, and we basically recorded all the instruments there. And um, and then from there, you know, it's just been a long process mixing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of learning, YouTube videos, stuff like that. Self-taught, kind of. Self kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really it felt weird. like that episode of Death Clock for a minute, where it was like, we gotta re, 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 fucking record this. Like, oh, every time it. too, I'm like, son of. A- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. No, that was yeah, that was that was, we that was a fucking through. journey. We definitely pulled through. Yeah, <laughs> we learned a lot, and we definitely have a lot more to learn. But I feel like next time we'll be able to. Well, this EP was, like, really learning our system, um, and obviously we still got improvement, but, um, we feel like, you know, we're gonna be able to release music a lot quicker, you know, now that we've learned so much over the years, yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when it comes to, like, mixing and mastering, like, we have, like, our sound figured out, in a sense, you know, that's how I feel about it, like, at this point on, it's just, like, do it again, you know? Yeah. So then was the cello and the keyboard there from the get-go, or did that just kind of get, like, added on? Like, so yeah. I, wa- I want to mm. chime in here real quick. That's an interesting story, yeah. <laughs> That's a funny story. So I was... We love um, funny stories. <laughs> so I've known Wingo, the drummer. Uh, he basically taught me how to play guitar. Okay, and, just making sure. Uh, oh, just making sure. <clears throat> sorry, I was drinking my beer. <laughs> And I, I kind of um, just asked a really stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> Your stupid question has a long story. <laughs> Don't worry, we got time. I've known this motherfucker since, like, the eighth grade, Wingo. And then, like, after that, like, we lost touch and then reconnected, like, at a fucking concert randomly. But I was also playing in a different band that I don't need a name right now, if you want. I don't care. We don't exist anymore. (laughs) They offered me a spot to play as the bass player in this band before it was called Humanity. Mm -hmm. I was a I was a bass player borrowing my bass player's bass when I was in this other set. That's right. I forgot about that. Because he had a five string that he wasn't using because he was using a four string in our set band in the past, and I was like, dude, can I borrow that shit? So for like about two or three months, I'm on the bass. Our our main man David, who is the keyboard player slash singer, um, was playing guitar instead of keyboards while I was on bass, and I was very also confused about the entire process since the beginning too. So yeah, that's when I found out I'm not a guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> like I belong on a fucking keyboard. Well, you know what, David. <laughs> Those those first five songs though, I mean those are still pretty much like all you and whatever input and influence you had on guitars. So I actually like, worked yeah. on it's guitar. Yeah, it was like me and Wingo. Yeah. Wingo's always had his fingers in any sort of guitar part <laughs> ever known to existence between all of us. Weirdly, yeah. But David held up the guitar end, and yes. basically those our our first so five songs were David on guitar. But then when we find when we found Mike when when Wingo found Mike on Craigslist like everything just shifted and the stars aligned. I, they were like, "Dude, you can play guitar," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I, I told Hoser I was like, "Dude, you've got to do all the things that I can't do because I can't fucking do this widdly diddly." But then like all of a sudden, you got you got to do the shredding. Like I can chug and shit, but I can't, all of can't a do sudden, that. David's doing. David gets to do all the wiggly diddlies and the shredding on his keyboard where he belongs, and everything just became so magical from that point on. That, yeah, we like, can all do our wiggly diddlies. We got, yeah, everyone. We, got, all, we all got our wiggly diddlies. <laughs> we all got the wiggly diddlies. We all got yeah. the wiggly diddlies. In the end, folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> our fir- the first part of our, ri- our early writing process was kind of like chaotic. Scrambling. And like there was already <laughs> stuff there and we just started remixing stuff and like re-editing parts, bits, pieces. Our writing process was just all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the more people we got to join, the more intricate the music got. Like mm-hmm. to what it is now. 
So, I just want to say I'm so thankful for Mike, our bass player, because now I get to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all because of you, Mike. And of course, everybody else. <laughs> I like forgot the original question was. <laughs> no, what, what the, the question was was the cello and the keyboard there from the get go. Yeah, so okay. that was okay. So that's the keyboard wasn't always there. I guess was my main point. He wasn't there. He like he was and he wasn't because obviously like we you know Wingo and I and David have been working together for a long time and he was always a keyboardist and you know he's classically trained pianist and you know has been doing it for years and like we've always been we've when I started playing metal in a metal band it you know David was on keyboard so there was always cello and keyboard there when we were playing together um, yeah because the like the very first file I sent to you guys was. The keyboard part for Da'at, and it wasn't even that, like, Middle Eastern sound. It was bells. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, yeah, this yeah, band yeah. pretty much started from that one keyboard part. Mm. Mm-hmm. Humble beginnings. I forgot yeah. about the bells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah I, dude, I, no, we had, like, I two songs. We were like, this one that. is the 4-4 four, four song, <laughs> and this one is the 3-4 song, because we just had, like, the two different time <laughs> signatures, and we were just like, fuck it, that's good enough. We'll just call yeah. them time signatures. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, but over time, you know, um, David started writing stuff on guitar, and those songs that he was writing, we ended up turning into songs for humanity, and then once we got the right people in the band and, you know, on the right instruments, we were able to really make it into the group that we ultimately wanted it to be, with him on keyboard, me on cello, and, um, you know, we've just always had that theme that we've wanted to to keep, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, between me, Wingo, and Angela, we just, like, record everything and just make songs just yeah. like for the fuck of it yeah you know? there's some there's actually a really <laughs> old like five-year-old video of <laughs> it's like a cello playthrough of our song to Ot, um which is the last song on the the ep um and uh it's like an older version um but it's ridiculous it just that. yeah exactly <laughs> um but it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just goes to show, like, how long, like, this whole thing has just sort of been in the making. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, what genre best describes humanity? Oh, fuck. We, uh, <laughs> I think we would like to ask the same question. Really? To be honest, yeah. yeah <laughs> anyone what is, what anyone listening to this, please that, comment what the yeah. fuck we are, because we would like to know, too. <laughs> <laughs> point out we definitely have different flavors in each song like not a, like seriously from one song to the next no matter which order you put them in they kind of don't fall into the same category but we do have songs where uh, our boy david up front he's sometimes he's just on lead vocals and he kind of like he's, he either starts the keyboards and then no keyboards or there's just no keyboards yeah i would say like symphonic metals probably the best but God, then, I when you're not so playing, far. it's not really symphonic metal. Yeah. So, like, what do we call ourselves after that part? Cello, right, yeah, yeah, having the cello makes it really interesting. and. Um, I think it just makes it heavier as yeah, fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, you wonder, like, does having the cello automatically put it in that place of symphonic metal? Because it's, in a way, it, it is pre- it's blending into that metal sound that you know some people try and implement like symphonic instrumentation and like actual orchestration into their music and that seems to more fall under symphonic metal which we do sometimes because david uses a lot of like string sounds on the keyboard you know which Mm -hmm. really make that really symphonic sound um but other times yeah exactly (laughs) we still like to play on like sort of the classical style i think Mm -hmm. at times but other times like the cello is just sort of blend into the the metal sound and the rawness and the, the heaviness. And Sometimes between the guitar, cello, and keyboard, we're like, all three of us are doing guitar stuff. <laughs> all right. at the same time. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like we yeah. have three guitarists out of nowhere. So then, kind of going off of that then, what are your inspirations then? All over the goddamn globe. Oh yeah, I think we're all going to have different answers for that. Mine is definitely heavily going to be Children of Bodom. Okay, okay. Press really Yeah, I know, dude. That was uh, so yeah. That was, yeah. Super heartfelt. <laughs> I, if I had to pick, like, if I had a gun to my head and I had to pick and for the rest go of on, my go life. Go get a gun. <laughs> get the fucking gun. <laughs> All right, we're pulling out the gun. This is why we brought it. <laughs> Cradle of filth. That, that has to be one of my main answers since I was a boy. Since Hell I was yeah. a wee lad. Hell yeah. <laughs> 
You know, realistically speaking, I'm not really sure. I definitely can say Between the Barrier to Me kind of changed a lot for me. So that, that was kind of a, I don't know, not necessarily like a favorite band, but like a It, it more inspired you, you know? Yeah, game changer. It kind of opened up the, the concept of like throwing in different genres, like even a Jello or something like that. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was, yeah. Yeah, obviously you introduced me to Between the Barrier to Me and like, but... Mm -hmm colors like that just changed <laughs> same mind on like metal in general like it could just be anything you want it to be mm -hmm. um but as like a cellist like i have like you know obviously like classical background so i feel like as a classical cellist i still kind of use that style in our music and i'm really inspired by jacqueline dupre which you may or may not know but <laughs> she's like an old french cellist from like the 19th century <laughs> but um but she was like kind of a rock star in her time. Um, she's awesome. But, and like actually, like more modern, I would say like Tina Guo. She like does more like metal cello styles. So, you know, she uses distortion. She, you know, is like a metalhead at heart. So, like, I use her as um, inspiration as well a lot. <laughs> but as far as bands go, like, um, I would agree, like, Cradle Filth, Between the Barry and Me. And <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I also want to add on to Angela's note. All you cello players, I know you're out there. You don't have to hide in the shadows. Hit us back. <laughs> Comment. You below. know what's really great is like when I started pursuing metal, like outside of my classical background, um, I didn't really know a lot of like cellists that were like branching out into the metal world. But now that I've been doing metal longer, I've discovered like there's so many that are actually kind of doing it that you just aren't really aware of it. Yeah, more than I um, thought. Yeah, yeah for mm -hmm. sure. Um, you know, one that's really notable, Chris, uh, Christopher Edward Brown. He um, is uh, his band, and I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong. And I really <laughs> apologize because. Um, all but, I can hear the comment section of this this, this podcast. <laughs> ready? Get your fingers <laughs> ready. To I think it's like V I chaos. Um, and you know, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, but, um, he's like, he does like chamber, like black metal, like ritual music and it's like badass as fuck, but he's also a session metal cellist on a lot of really notable, um, albums, you know, Abigail Williams, he's done session cello work with, um, them and like tons of bands and actually a newer band, um, that is a death metal band that has cello in it that's more relevant is, um, Darker by Design. Um, they're really badass, and um, he did session cello work for them on their recent album, and it's like it's an incredible album. So um, that was really inspiring too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, it's gonna be Opeth. Opeth. Nice. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. They, they were my yeah, introduction dude. to metal, and that was, <laughs> that was it. That was it. For me. I'm sorry. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> so then, um, let me ask you guys something. What's with the video games at the merch table? Why the fuck not video games at the merch table, man? Okay. Whose idea was that? That's so uh, inspiration <laughs> came from um, Awaiting kinda, Eternity. Awaiting Eternity. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, yeah, because they uh, did it. They're a Grand Junction band. Um, they're really <laughs> awesome, and they played at Trailside a couple times, and they kill it. Um, but they had games at their merch table, and I just we just thought that was freaking awesome. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We love games. We're gamers. Um, we have the little um, modded like mini SNES like device, and it was just that is a Super Nintendo Entertainment System for the people that don't know. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but the, <laughs> sure. but the newer, middler, future one, you know, not not an actual one. <laughs> My first console was the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So then, what are your guys' favorite video games then? On the Super Ooh. Nintendo or in general? In general. Ooh. I like Resident Evil. I'm getting down on Village. Damn, nice. I gotta, I gotta back David up on that one yet. Yeah. But my, I still got my own individual answer because Dead Space went so hard for me. Oh my you god. You see the remake? Remake of Dead Space? They're doing a remake. Of one? Yes. No. Get out the front door. <laughs> what? So I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Okay, because I just want to say Dead Space 1 was like Halo 1. Like, fucking, it just, it touched my heart and freaked it out. Yeah, you know, honestly, Dead Space is one of those few games 
I think it's actually the only game that like legit scared me. I've never you know? played it. What the? Okay. Get, you I get know, the fuck out the front. Right? Yeah. 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 I just want to say I never obsess over a specific genre of gaming, but as far as like horror goes, like and like action and shooting goes, and it's third person by the way, like. Dead Space just kind of hits their own fucking mark. Like they were one of the, they were literally like those, those early two thousands between two thousands and two thousand tens of like games that were doing things for the first time ever. But like yeah, <laughs> I've heard such great things about that game too. You need to, you need to get it on Steam. You have no idea, to. dude. It's been free like so many times for dude, PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> I, I moved over to PC a little bit ago. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can go to a, a fucking sure something game store somewhere around the fucking quarter and get it for like 10 bucks. Like, yeah. yeah. It's worth it. It's worth every dime. And they're <laughs> coming out with a remake, so. I can't believe you just told me that piece of information. And I can't believe you didn't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's 30 lashings. Yep. Get, get the nerd. fuck out of the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess back to the question a little bit. My favorite would be uh, Metro- the Metroid series. Really, any Yeah, Metroid we walked in game. here and you were playing the new one. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I've That's been, been super real. stoked about that. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm it looks that. so good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, it's awesome. It's super awesome. I'm super happy. I love that the one that they're doing right now is kind of. It pertains to like the backstory a lot, too. There's a lot of references to that, so people. That and played it for a long time. Yeah, and it's like the first like two D Metroid game in like yeah, no, years. it's yeah. it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I love all the background stuff. I love it. Yeah. We're okay. We're okay. Yeah, dude. We're okay. <laughs> Woo! It's a party now. He dropped his vape. I dropped my vape. That's okay. We're oh good. no! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to grab this is what happens when we get excited. I, you know, is, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what this. I decided is. I to talk could. about the most exciting thing. Oh no! Thing. No, this is something else. Okay. Yeah. We're okay. We're okay. We're okay. Cool. Like slow motion. <laughs> it wasn't slow motion for me. <laughs> like he was talking and it was just like. <laughs> I mean, we did spike your drinks, but it's okay. okay there we go. That might be the slow motion. That might be the slow motion. <laughs> so back to the game question, Angela. What would you have Angela. to say? Is your... Okay. Uh, I mean, ultimately, like Legend of Zelda. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't finished a lot of the games. I finished um, Twilight Princess. That was the first one I finished. Um, really? Honestly. Yeah. That was a hard one, and David had to help me a lot with that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, he honestly, he's my Zelda buddy, because, like, he's played it, too, and, like, he knows more of that shit. Uh, I, I love <laughs> like, Zelda, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, other than that, like, we have, like, a lot of Mario games. Um, like, actually, um, uh, Bowser's Fury is, like, freaking awesome, to be honest with you, oh, on yeah. the Switch. Um, yeah, because you get to be Cat Mario, which is amazing. And, um, <laughs> Most of the music is metal, too. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, heavy music in there when Bowser's doing, like, he, like, you know, has his, he has his bitch fit, and he gets all, like, big and angry, and you have to beat him up, and, like, you know, you're giant Cat Mario, and you're like, fucking shut up, Bowser. <laughs> he has a BF, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that, that yeah, that game's awesome. <laughs> So I've I've always been more into the multiplayer stuff. So like I gravitate towards MMOs. Uh, Okay. For me, it would be EverQuest. Would be my the OG my my favorite. That was that would be of all time. Nice. Like is 3D Dungeons and Dragons. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Which we all love D and D. This yeah. Yeah. band right here. You want to get a D and D sesh together? Hit us up. Yeah. My, Mike's, <laughs> Mike's <laughs> usually our DM. Oh, okay. Mike, yeah, he's we're the nerds. Yeah. Magic the Gathering too. Hosier hasn't played yet, but we got. Um. Hello. I play Magic too. Oh, oh, yes. 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 All right, we're getting our cards. We're playing. I'm scared. green and white deck. I'm scared of Magic the Gathering. I already, I already entered the world of D and D, and I was like, I started getting like. I don't know. Well, Sorry. see, here's the thing about <laughs> D&D and Magic. Uh, D&D is nerdier than Magic, I'd say. Yeah. I, I know, but Magic looks harder because I just remember how long it took me to learn, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! But, and shit. 
shit. And I was like, <laughs> honestly, bro, honestly, this relinquish does not do what I thought it did. <laughs> you know, honestly, like with magic, like it's pretty fucking easy to like pick up and play, but like it's hard to master. Mm. You know? Definitely, yeah, David yeah, yeah, broke yeah, it down so, for me very easily when, you know, when it comes to the decks and the cards and the colors. Breed. There is actually a um, um, a format you can play. It's called Jumpstart. I'm pretty sure Angela knows about it. Um, basically you buy these two booster packs and they all, they all have like different themes mm-hmm. with them, you know? And then like you shuffle the packs together and like you're ready to play. Mm. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, totally. So, Hey Colin, what have you been playing? Um, lately I've not been playing too many video games. I need to get back into them. I've just been kind of lazy. I know. <laughs> Should he get out the front door? I know. <laughs> yes. I need to get back into PC though. I I think um soon I'm gonna probably buy, I'm gonna probably buy those Dead Space games. You need to. Oh yeah. Those yeah. are yeah. definitely yeah. on my so, list. So there's besides the remake that I have no idea about. I still get my thirty lashings. Uh, <laughs> That's happening after. There is three <laughs> games. There is three games, and I just want to point out Dead Space one and two was like as good as Halo 1 and 2 put together. You know what I'm saying? But then like when it came to Dead Space 3, it just wasn't my cup of tea. It was it was cool. It was revolutionary. See, I, I like the crafting system in that. I thought the crafting system for that was like... The That's kind of what turned me off, to be honest, because like I found out which ones were better than the others, and then I started figuring out that, like I don't know, Sometimes if you don't double up on one little power, I'm sorry, Dead Space nerding out. Sometimes if you don't get the right little setup, it's like it's pointless to try other setups. And it kind of it kind of made the rest of the crafting system obsolete. Yeah. But the crafting system in Dead Space 2, that was just enough. Yeah. That was that was, was, ju- that was just enough. <laughs> and then like with Dead Space 3, like with the first and second ones, like the horror was up here. Yo, without then, spoilers, I just want to say the boss, the the ending to Dead Space Three just pissed me off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the horror for the first two was was up here, and then the horror for the third one was all the way down at the floor. I will say mm. there was one enemy in the as much as I disliked the third one. There was one enemy I encountered in the third one that just. It kind of horrified me to that point where, like, man, I'm just going to save here and ignore you for a couple months because that was horrible. <laughs> that was absolutely horrible. That's how I felt with the giant baby in Resident Evil Village. I was just like, it was like middle of the night and, like, this giant red bulbous bleeding fucking babies crawling at me. I was like, I'll, I'll play that tomorrow. That kind of video no. game encounter that fucking makes you no, go dude. like, you know, you need to calm the fuck down for a second <laughs> so I can yeah, prepare dude. myself. Hey, I was having a good time. <laughs> See, that, that's how I felt when I first fought the Regenerators on Resident Evil 4. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, yeah, dude. And, uh, uh, what's, what's that one with the video moment. camera? The Outlast? Outlast? Yeah, Outlast. That's how I felt with Outlast. Okay. okay Did you ever play Amy? Oh, it was one of the, it was it fell in the same category as Outlast. It was one of those indie <laughs> games that almost uh-huh. like didn't get played. The, the second Outlast game, I I didn't beat that one, but I beat the first one. I haven't played the second one yet. The first it's one okay. though, like messed with me. <laughs> it's okay. The the second one's okay. The first one was way better. It just just the anxiety extra... of the things you're not able to do. Oh, that, it <laughs> had that horror factor to it. It was just like <laughs> like after that first one, I knew how much how much it was going to take to get through that first one mm-hmm. and i knew they were going to throw a little bit extra on that second one just to fuck with people so i i wanted i didn't get through that second one <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. let's so, do it together bro no I'm just you guys can hold hands uh, yeah. so for video games um i've actually been playing a couple right now um of course the new metroid Yes. And then, yes. Um, oh, I got the Wario where. Yeah, you did. Oh, you tried that thing. That was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try it. Actually, actually, there's fun. a demo. Yeah. Try it. I forgot about that one. I'm sorry. I didn't there's actually interrupt. a demo sorry, for that one. That is one game that I have been playing lately. Yeah. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. So, Metroid, and then um, I've also been playing Scarlet Nexus on the PS5. So. Oh, cool. It's basically like it takes place in the future where like a bunch of these soldiers get like. Hold up. Did you sell a kidney for that PS5? No. Damn. <laughs> um, I actually had to suck someone's dick for it. But anyways, I was... <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. No, it was just like, you know, I just got it. 
I didn't pay an arm and a leg for it. Got it for retail, so. Paid ahead. Cool. Yeah, I paid a head for it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so cool and glorious looking. I just, I've never even fucking seen one, like, in person. I saw one when I went to Best Buy to buy some fucking headphones. Fucking and it was just fuck, there, and it was just like, it's like this big. <laughs> it's fucking huge. Like, I still have my OG PS3. Like, and, like, I put them next to each other, and I thought the PS3 was fucking huge. I know. It was still messy. <laughs> Dude, so I, I work at Amazon, and I saw skins for PS5s, and I saw how big the skins were, and I was like, does it wrap around inside? There's no way. There's no way. And then I saw one at Best Buy, and it really is, like, this fucking tall, and I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. (laughs) But anyways, about Scarlet Nexus, it's about, like, it takes place in, like, the future, and, like, it's a bunch of these soldiers getting, like, brain implants, and, like, all these brain implants, like, give them, like, psychic powers, I want to say. It's kind of interesting. Wow. Definitely check it out. It's on last gen and current gen and PC. So, hmm. so anyways, Colin, we uh kind of got a little off track there, but let's keep this going. <laughs> and um, what are you, what are some of you guys' uh, favorite local bands in the scene? Oh man, Spirit in the Flesh. <laughs> so good. Oh my God, they melted my face yesterday night. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they played really great. They yeah. did really good. Yeah, I would definitely say there's a lot of them. Uh, Leopard, Awaken. Yeah, we lo- yeah, those guys. Obviously, yeah, we played last night with them. Everybody yeah, they're, they're all doing so night. great. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to Gray Sky Falls, who's been there for us at least mm-hmm. a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, them even too. They weren't able to show up last night. It was yeah, those yeah, guys are dope. no, for sure. Um, usually, like the Doomer stuff, so I'll give a shout out to Burning Sister. There. Burning yeah. Sister, yeah, 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 those guys yeah, have yeah, been yeah. awesome. Cool. I love they're those really guys, cool. and then. Also, I want to say Angelic Desolation, too. Those guys are just fucking yeah. Those guys yeah. are yeah. They're, like, they're, like, they're like another they level when it comes to They melt every face yeah. within, like, a 20-mile radius because <laughs> that's just, just how they roll. Yeah, yeah. Are they local anymore? At what point no. do you, like... Yeah, yeah. Know, like, can we call them local anymore? <laughs> yeah. I drove with um, Zach and Keith from SMP to see them in Slam Dakota. That's sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sweet. was yeah, they that was up. cool. I wish we could have done who was, that. Who was yeah, they were also incredible. with them? Atoll? Yeah. Atoll, yeah. yeah. They were really cool. They're, yeah, Those guys we caught are them super at Trailside. Yeah. They were right my out. first interview for yeah, the podcast. Yeah, that was the first episode. Cool, yeah. 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 Nice. yeah, those guys were awesome. Venom and Agent, too, that played with them. They, those guys are badass. Yeah. Venom yeah. and Agent. I think that's, yeah. Um, also, I want to give a huge shout-out to Zero Theorem, who is not local. They were um, California-based, weren't they? I think they're from L.A., yeah. yeah they were yeah, the first, LA. like, touring band that we got to play with. Yeah, and that night, we... It's just it was such a good night at, at like a hole in the wall place called the Lion's Lair, which I guess technically is the oldest. We played venue with Angelic Desolation at that show. That That's was right. great. That yeah, too, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that it's was our first time meeting him. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Yeah, totally. Um, Fixing God's really awesome too. I know you guys did a show with them recently. Yep, we yeah, did, we did that one podcast with them. Yeah, we, those guys are great. Oh, I love yeah. their videos. I gotta so tell much. you what, <laughs> I have two Fixing God shirts, and then one of the Fixing God shirts I have. I have. Is it the hentai one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have never gotten so many compliments in my entire life. Besides, like one of my I Dragon Ball Z shirts. I kid you not. Was Fixing like, God the band we played with the Pie Show? I think so. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. it was on Pie Day, so I ate a piece of pie on stage. Oh, yeah. We yeah. played with them, yeah, and then it the was like everybody forms. had the same no, unspoken thing where we knew yeah. COVID was going to happen. We knew COVID was going to shut everything down, and literally the shutdown was the next day, and like there was this unspoken thing, and so they went and they took all the toilet paper out of the bathroom because the toilet paper thing was happening at the time. Yep, yep. And we were just <laughs> throwing toilet paper in the pit, just fucking just going hard, dude. Just we also, just we knew that shit was gonna get shut down. So this was the last night, you know. Just like, fucking go crazy. Yeah, know? it was it was a great experience. We played with them during Halloween too at Trailside yeah, yeah. and they had the most amazing clockwork orange cosplay. Oh yeah. That was or I mean, you know, <laughs> Halloween costume. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh my god, they fucking killed it <laughs> so <was> hard. <laughs> so then using any band, any band in the world, guys, build your dream show. 
Okay. Didn't mean to put you guys on the spot like that. Yeah. So well, hold on, hold on. That's a hard. That's a hard thing. Are we all like supposed to give a, a band here? Because like I think we like might have different answers here. Because well, I was gonna. Think? <laughs> what did you say? Like, nothing was off the wall. He said everything. So it's like, do we pick local or do even, we pick fucking even, childhood dreams? And you can even fucking pick like different genres. Like you want to fucking throw Eminem on there? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um. All right, fine. I'll 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 be the weeb in the family. <laughs> I want fucking UTP version of Miku on on my dream set list. Wow! And if I could collaborate with Wait. it, I'll, I will write some shit. So you're gonna have to tell people who that. Nope. Miku. Okay. <laughs> so basically, um, Google's a thing. So like, if you're confused, just go go look up who that is. <laughs> we can wait. It's okay. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> this message was brought to you. <laughs> this message was brought to you by Google. We own you. <laughs> I think I speak for some of us without being our final answer as, like, children of Bodom. If yeah. I wanted to say Flesh God Apocalypse, honestly. Just because, yeah, uh, like, cool. obviously, like, they're just... Epic live. The Children of Bodom, Flash God Apocalypse, fucking Cradle of Filth. Um, All the spookiness. All the spookiness, yeah. Like, admittedly, we do want to You get fucking Croc Angren on there then, too. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, that'd be cool. That's a good choice, too. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck, let's just throw throw in Necrogoblicon. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Why not? We need a Icing on the cake. And then you know what? As the headliner, just fucking put gore. Yeah. Yes, okay. gore. Okay. Thank okay. you. Yes. Because I am a little, right. I am a little too no. whatever to remember gore. Well, we're gonna have to do a seance. Gore, oh my god, that was one of my first ma- major metal shows. Yeah. Honestly, seeing gore live is like a life changing experience. It is. Rest, rest in peace, Odorous. Rest in peace, Odorous. Yeah, rest yeah. in peace, man. I mean, we got a guy packing up a joint here, so we'll. Smoke it in his memory, right? right. There you go. I, I saw them, to be honest. I just want to say my, my first metal ass, fucking ass concert ever in my entire ass, life. Fuck yeah, ass. You have no You have no idea, ass. Um, it was like 2000, like, fucking, like, four or five. Fucking, when, like, a lot of these, like, awesome, just when metal was on fire that year those few years mm-hmm. i was 13 with my best friend and his dad who chaperoned us there at this little little spot called city lights pavilion next to the elich gardens in denver colorado fucking back when that used to kind of be a venue thingy i don't think they i, I, I feel like they stopped doing that a while ago because it was like a giant tent yeah. in a parking lot mm-hmm. one of those 12 hour concerts dude <laughs> And Guar was there, and I just, I just like fucking, oh my god! They had like a dinosaur, a big ass, not not that dinosaur costume you see everywhere. It was like a fucking like an eight foot, nine foot tall. Like I'm pretty sure that dude was walking on stilts in that costume, dinosaur ass costume. <laughs> and Odorous, you're in, Odorous with his fucking sword, is as usual per business. <laughs> fucking slits the throat of this like fucking giant like George Bush doll and like <laughs> it yeah. blood is spraying all over the fucking crowd as oh, per, per yeah. usual you know no. <laughs> business as usual oh my god it was so amazing <laughs> like, I saw them at Vivala Bands and they brought out a fake Don Vito and they ripped open his stomach and they pulled out a baby fetus Bam Margera that he jacked off and it jizzed all over the crowd. And then Don Vito turned around and pulled his pants down and sprayed fake shit all over the crowd. And I was like, this is the most metal fucking thing ever. Like 14 years old, like, yeah! <laughs> Dude, it was yeah. great. It was amazing. Yeah, like, when, I, when I saw Gore, let's see, I got to see uh, Hillary Clinton's tits get ripped off. Nice. Um, I saw Donald Trump get beheaded. Yeah. As you should. Yep, it just never right. stops, dude. Like, <laughs> Guar was so magical. I'm so thankful for Guar and all. We don't deserve them. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're we do not deserve them. Every show, every show they do is totally different. Because like, I keep he- like, you guys when you explain what you saw, it's just a different experience every mm. time. You know, I've seen them four times. 
It never gets old. It's like, how do you keep time. it that fresh? Their prop guy yeah. probably just smokes, like, mad blunts. Like, hey, I got this fucking idea, man. What if, right? What if a robot had fucking balls and then they, like, exploded into candy? I don't know. He either really like, loved his job or was then, full of anxiety. And then, and then their, their merch manager was probably like, fuck yeah, dude, do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah. I want to be in that boardroom. Like, shit. I know, right? We need more ideas. Oh, Give me a second. All right, here, here's what I got. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. And we're Gets back. Done. Squirrel shooting out of guys' Yep. It's on the board. No, no fucking bad ideas. <laughs> Tell us about the show last night. It was amazing. Um, I think it was the best turnout we've ever had, that's for sure. <sighs> so that's very much appreciated by everybody who was there. Yeah, thanks to everyone yeah. who showed up, who's listening to this. Thank you, thank you. That was yes. awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. I loved everybody there. <laughs> the lineup was great. You know, we wouldn't have chosen any other bands, you know, to play with us. You know, we've just all have had influence in our lives and... Um, you know, it's really cool that we could bring them all together for a night, and um, everybody really enjoyed the music, and uh, it was a really successful night. Everybody had fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're buddies with the bands, buddy with the venues. It's like. Yeah. It just felt like a bunch of friends just getting together, just fucking drink beer and One big scream at each other. Party. Yeah. 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 It yeah. felt like a family <laughs> setting to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I work with uh, Swinging News Productions um, as a promoter, so obviously Trailside has become home um, to me at this point. And Wingo, too, is, you know, obviously my wingman. <laughs> but uh, but dude, all, all the bands we played with yesterday, um, even before Angela joined the Swinging News family, uh, all those bands we, we already interacted with more than once in mm -hmm. different occasions and shows and dates and right, stuff. And, right. like, Leopard even helped us with our logo uh, refinement. From yeah. If anybody yeah. has one of our first T-shirts out there, shout out to the OGs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, we've just had so many blessings and interactions with the local metal scene that, like, everyone we got together yesterday night was just, like, the accumulation of all the people we like to call, you know, our, mm -hmm. our music metal family. In this and scene. like uh, Dominic <laughs> from Spirit in the Flesh, uh, we kind of grew up together as teenagers. I like taught him how to play a guitar and we always talked about being on stage when we were kids and like 10, 15 years later, it's fucking real. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, you know, yeah, like yeah. you say you're going to do it and you fucking do it, you know? And it's a lot, it's years of work and commitment and yeah. It's like, it, it's finally, because this show is basically like a representation of everything we've worked for all these years, <laughs> and where we want to continue to grow yeah, from absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely paid off. Yeah. So, let's close this episode out with the question I love to ask. Any advice you can give other musicians in this scene? Don't stop. Yeah, just keep fucking doing it. Like, it feels shitty, like, when, like, nothing's happening. But like you just you just gotta keep doing it, dude. Like if, if you really want to do it, you just keep. Let me be doing blunt. It. When your coworker makes fun of you, when your boss doesn't want to give you the day off, and when your girlfriend gives you shit because she thinks you're wasting your time, you tell the you fucking look the other way, <laughs> <laughs> and you just keep fucking going, dude. I don't care. I I don't give a flying oh, yeah. fuck how feed, many feed people. on the fucking hate. Feed on the hate. You know. Consume it. You have no idea what people it like into fucking pure raw energy. Dude, I tell you what, playing in playing in in the local metal scene for so long and having so many different interactions and collaborations with everybody and having all these awesome experiences that I will remember for a lifetime. People that just show up out of random circumstance or because they were a friend of a friend, dude, people don't know what they like until they hear it. People do not have a fucking clue what they actually like because we're just so secluded and polluted with whatever's on our social media and our TVs and our screens. But, dude, when they go to a local show, I tell you what, there's so many minds changed and so many, like, people that, like, just have a different perspective on anything. Like, it's, I'm not even talking about metal anymore. Just, you know, just the local music scene, wherever you go, any local venue, any, like five dollar ten dollar show just take a chance go to it get Make inspired friends, you know? support yeah. Yeah. support your local art dude support everyone around that's just trying to do their own thing you know 
You never know what people are going to like. They don't know what they like. They think they know what they like. So if you have if you have music out there that's unreleased or still in the experimental stage, just keep going. Don't be keep afraid going. to contribute right. what you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't compare yourself too much to others as well because... Everybody has their bias. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously learn from each other, grow from each other, and, like, you know, learn from people who are doing it well. Um, but, you know, know what you have to offer and what you want to portray to others and what you want to bring to the community um, and contribute. That's true. I see some bands have, like, too much of a competitive mindset, and I'm just like... Yeah. It's not about, like, at the end of the night, no one's, like, keeping score, and they're just like, the best band is! Like, you know, it's like... Oh, it's all it about it's not all about providing energy for that night, having this fun. This isn't the Squid Games. Yeah. I, know, right? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's the community. We have to build the community. We're entertainers. Right, right. And sometimes yeah. that, that kind of yeah. stigma kind of happens on accident when, you know, you're playing your first or second or maybe your fifth or tenth live show with bands you've never met before like you know mm. it kind of sometimes there's some there's there's an accidental like competitiveness that kind of just arises if you're like after the next band and you're like well they're pretty good like <laughs> <laughs> just keep going man be confident in yourself mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Well, well i think uh we've reached a point where we've gotten to know these fine gentlemen and lady <laughs> To, to a good point. Yeah. Let's say we close this out. Yeah, let's close this out. Well, thank you guys very much for being our guests. Hey, so, fuck yeah. Thanks yeah. for having yeah. us. Had a great time talking to you guys. Who, yeah. Who's the guest next week? I don't know. Who is it? I told you fucking earlier. I forgot. Line <laughs> 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 dancer, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. Great dancers. Yeah. 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 So yeah, tune in next week for that, and make sure to go blast Humanity's new EP. Turn that shit up to 11, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you guys. Turn it up and rip off the knob. (laughs) That was uncalled for. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, guys, that was Humanity. Make sure you go blast that EP. They put a lot of effort into it. So they'd appreciate it if you showed some support. Second to last episode, guys. Here we go. This is the beginning of the end, well, of this season. Anyways, we got Grave Dancer on the show. So that'll be a fun one. Be sure to check it out next week. Thank you so much for your support. Really means a lot. And as always, we'll see you next time.